Well, this episode of the Deep Purple podcast is interesting. And I had to talk about it because it's got the um, music book maven, Martin Popoff, on it. Um, In a little interview, who of course has written um, a book on Deep Purple and Rainbow and uh, I think he must have written a book on Deep Purple. He's written a book on almost every rock band you can think of. So, you know, have a look at his stuff. It's just, he's, uh, he can't stop. He really can't stop. And I've reviewed quite a lot of those. They're always interesting. There's always good insight. And it's really good to see him, or to hear him, should I say, talking about Down to Earth. Because this is the second part of um, of the podcast about the Rainbow album. And it's nice to get someone else's view. We'd already... Uh, been through the tracks with the gents who um, who pre- present this podcast. Uh, as you know, I think it's a, it's a, a, an easy to like and really good to hear podcast. And they um, had some in, they had some interesting insights into down to earth and the tracks they like. Had some issues around those big chart tracks, you know. Um, and it was really good to hear what they were doing. Uh, and and what they thought of the album uh, and where they place it within the uh, pantheon of rainbow albums but, but pop gives more of a um, even more of an insight into this the first thing about him is that he's um, he's not someone who will brook very much dissent he's got a straight ahead style in his chat and he really is, he's honest and forthright. Forthright's the word I'm looking for. Forthright, not in a nasty way. You don't think, oh, what a dick. You don't think that at all. No, he's a, he's a nice and approachable and fun to listen to bloke, but he really is quite forthright in his views. You know, well, first of all, before we get to him, we hear them chatting about the renovations on houses and that sort of thing, because large renovations of of. Um, of floors are taking place and they give us a little bit of a chat about that which is nice to set the to set the tone as to where they're both coming from at the moment but um, someone who pop off like pop off who who writes in the rock genre and who I know an awful lot um, about regarding books that he's written I don't know a lot about him so it's good to hear how he started you know how he started to um, how he started with, with fanzines and then moved on to his books and uh, finally was able to say, this is my, this is the job that I do. And, you know, he's selling those books during this podcast quite right because that's what he does. This is his job, you know. And, and I remember having a look at some of the, recently some books that he had split in two and re-released and why not? They, they were released a while ago, published a while ago, so why not split them in two and... Uh, and so this is the early days, this is the later days. Yeah, you get get two bites of the cherry there and two incomes. And that's nothing wrong with that. We are in a capitalist system. That's the way it works. And his books are really worth reading about because not only has he got um, the information there and does the research, he has his own authorial view. And that, I think, is always really important. Plus, you know, he writes in a really, um, in quite a breezy way, in the way he speaks, actually. You know, he doesn't really, there's no, um, there's no navel-gazing here. He knows what he wants to say, and he's going to damn well say it. 
So his books are really good to read, and they are right in the centre of that rock world. So that's that's great. You know, he he adds some real views to this. You know, he really likes uh, Graham Bonnet. Feels it, it, it that everything comes to to into place and falls into place on Down to Earth. And he talks about the way that Bonnet came in, and and um, he knows that when he wrote the book about Rainbow, Richie was spoke to him and said he was really surprised that when Bonnet came in, he didn't have ideas for songs and that sort of thing. And Bonnet, I think, felt that. It seems felt that he was sort of um, out of not out of place, but the music wasn't the kind of music that he would usually sing. So, how to approach songwriting in that way? How to to see where the rules are and where the parameters of that is is something which can be very daunting. And perhaps it was here, or perhaps he just thought this is a role that I'm doing. I'm singing the songs, and then I'll be leaving and doing something else, which was the case. You know, also Popoff talks about, um, and he mentions that in his this book about the new wave of British heavy metal giving this a bit of a rub, and I can see why that is. I mean, I was around when this album came out, and as I mentioned in the review of the last uh, podcast, that you know, you hear you heard it on the radio and saw it on the telly. You know, so this was the, the, the these songs were popular and they were around at that time. They were big at that time, and part of Part of that may be that um, the new wave of British heavy metal was giving us um, was giving us bands like Saxon, you know, and uh, bands like that that were on top of the pops, and you know, Priest were around at the same time, although they didn't get so much of a of a rub, and they were on uh, on on TOTP as well, and all of that. So you know, you do get that um, impetus, I suppose it is, from from the new wave of British heavy metal. Um, he also mentions that he didn't think it did so well in the US, which is something I'm going to have to check out because I just assume with this kind of sound that Americans would have gone crazy for it, but maybe that's not the case. He doesn't um, agree with people who say, oh, you know, down to earth, that's just that's just the pop stuff. That's just the pop stuff. I mean, if you're looking for pop stuff, then you really want to look at the Jolene Turner era albums, don't you? And, you know, there are lots of people who love those as well, but this... Pop off is quite right. It's more of a of a rock um, uh, uh, album. It is heavy. It's just that it's really clear. You know, he talks about the production in a while, but it's really clear. That's why you think it's poppy. It's all cleaned up here. You know, he talks about and he, sa- he says that some people say that just for the sake of it. Some people want to be contrarians. You know, and he talks about being trolled by people who, who who don't like his views because he's very forthright. And he says that of all of the fans that do that, Led Zepp fans are probably the worst when you're talking about a band being overrated. So, but, you know, if you talk about a band being overrated, then Led Zeppelin are often called the best rock band ever. So, you know, you can't really be underrated if you're called that, can you? And he makes a, re- a really good point. You know, he's he's really honest and he doesn't... Um, he doesn't hold... Um, he doesn't... Uh, bend the knee at all these kind of myths, uh, you know, and, and, and shibboleths around, well, that that that, that was, was an album that went multi-platinum, Light Appetite for Destruction, for instance, because he says that, well, I liked Love Hates Wasted in America a lot more than that. That didn't even go gold, you know, so it's not that we should be jogged along by the myth of the media who says, well, you know, if it's, if it's, uh, if people are um, are voting or are buying this, 
of voting for this album, then you know by putting their hand in the pocket, then it must be good. That's not necessarily the case. You know, a marketing campaign and the way things are at the moment and a standout single with nothing else on the album, not the Appetite for Destruction isn't, is, is a poor album at all. But sometimes the media grabs hold of an album and the zeitgeist just comes round and it grabs hold of one album when it could just as well have grabbed hold of another. An album they do talk about that didn't grab the zeitgeist is Captain Beyond. Suddenly they start talking about Captain Beyond and and whether the whether they were uh, a band who had it all but didn't get the the breaks or not. Uh, and Popoff's very clear that n- no, quite a lot of what's in in the albums is, is not not ideal actually. Um, you know, and that they went different places. So you could just you could say I'm just I'm really enjoying this. And then it moves somewhere else. In fact, at the end, they come back and say, you know, thinking about that Captain Beyond album, you know, he's bloody right on everything he said. <laughs> Which is really nice. Talk a bit, of course, about um, about Popos uh, talking to people for the for the for the book. And he's really honest again, saying, you know, I can't spoke to John a- Don Airy, nice guy. Can't remember any of the things he said, really, or any snippets that he said, great things, you know. And he talks, he says that that um, some of the kind of garnish around this is that, that Cozy Powell used to have chocolates in his, in his room. He said, yeah, come in, have a chat. What kind of chocolates would you like? I've got some Kit Kats or, <laughs> you know, there's some milk chocolate over here. Very, very interesting. But he's not a great fan of Cozy's drumming. He says that there's far more um, groove in um, in Down to Earth because um, you know some of the other like, like Long Live Rock and Roll. He, he finds he finds Cozy's drumming really bashy. He calls it, and I can understand that. There's a lot of power in there, but he also said he finds Martin Bircher's production very bashy in that way as well. And he found that Glover's production had far more groove here. Everything's tightened up, and that may be why people say. It's really poppy because actually it has a real clarity to it. But it's still a great rock album, you know. I don't agree with him liking Bent Out of Shape. Um, I'm not keen on that. Mind you, I'm not keen on Straight Between the Eyes either. Uh, Difficult to Cure is okay, but Bent Out of Shape, he says, is a darker album. I think it's an album that was put together with little snippets where they said, what else? We need another track. What else should we do? That's the way it sounds like. But... um, this is a great, a great uh, podcast. It, it, it's it's easy to listen to again. Popoff's really interesting because he is so forthright, um, and he is so keen to um, to talk about his books and all of that. And that's quite right. And it, he he sort of signs off with saying we're talking about the cover. And as they say, we shouldn't talk so much about covers on a podcast. But um, everyone remembers the cover, which is, you know, the earth and the, and the rainbow coming round. And Popoff said, I'd never noticed that it was a rainbow before. You're right. But he said, what it does look like, actually, is a disco album. And, you know, it really does. It does look like a disco album. And at the time, 79, disco would be part of the zeitgeist, wouldn't it? So maybe this is just a little way. Maybe it was the influence that came in subliminally, or maybe it's a um, maybe it's a comment about. Well, you know, it, it will we'll make it look like other albums that are out there uh, because we want to, to to push the commercial aspect. But it's great to hear a man who knows so much about. Um, about Rainbow and other rock rock bands. And there's quite a lot where the other two gents say, yeah, yeah, 
agree, understand, take your point. <laughs> you know, that that's because he's time served and knows what he's doing and has done the research here and spoken to the people. So really good to hear Martin pop off. I've read a lot of his books, really like them, reviewed them, always said they're always been laudatory because they're, they're, they're good books and easy to read and he's easy to, t- to, to listen to. Um, and he has his own opinions and he ain't afraid to tell you. It's a four and a half out of five because this is better, I think, than the last podcast of theirs that I heard. It's getting better and better, gentlemen. So, yes, have a listen to this. And uh, if you want, down to earth, Martin Popoff certainly is. Ta-ta.